So Pastor Marty, come on to the platform this morning. He's going to bring the word. Welcome him as he comes this morning. Thank you. pastor and friend. She's a good friend of mine. Been a good friend for 30 years now. She's been a teacher, a pastor, a shepherd, and a friend to my family and myself. I think you ought to honor your senior pastor, Pastor Karen, real quick. Can we honor her? I think she has the most premier voice when it comes to teaching, if not in the United States, if not the world, training up the next generation of warriors, soldiers, infantry coming out of that vision, that, that dream that God gave her all those years ago, and Pastor Todd, obviously, but uh, she, she carries that thing and Lord, she's always here studying and preparing, and we honor that, don't we? Well, welcome to the first Sunday in 2024. A couple of you said amen, some said oh my. <laughs> you probably said oh my because 2023 didn't end as well as you thought it was going to because you had many plans in the beginning of 2023. Some of you had resolutions uh, that you started, and, and they fizzled out, and then you got frustrated, and then... You know, the whole year just seemed to snowball downhill for you, but thank God for a new year. Thank God for a new opportunity. Hello, is anybody out there? I'm looking for a new opportunity. I remember where I was at the end of 2023. I was right over there. Luke was, Luke was in the water at midnight. Where's Luke? Where's Luke? Luke, Luke, was, in, Luke was in the water in two years, consecutively. Like he was in in 2023 and he was in in 2024. He was right there and I said, hurry up, man, it's midnight. Don't forget whatever you came for. Just get it. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll never forget that, Luke. You were right there between two years, 23 and 24. And I've always said the way you exit one season of your life determines the way you enter the next season of your life. And I'm just glad I was at an incredible New Year's Eve party <laughs> where there was tons of dancing Shouting, Lord, I, I, I drank a lot on New Year's Eve. New wine, new wine, but I drank a lot of new wine. Uh, edit that, because I know what they'll do. They'll get it out there. Pastor said he drank a lot. I did, but it was new wine. It was wonderful. I didn't have a hangover New Year's Day. Hello. I knew who I was with. I knew what I did. I had no regret about it. <laughs> Aren't you glad? Man, I remember those days of... Well, anyway, I remember those days, and I'm grateful that for 30 years, I've not had to, to wake up and wonder. Whew, aren't you glad? Thank God for deliverance. Thank God for addictions being broken off your life. Well, it is a, a new year and a new season, so I want to speak a message to you. I didn't, I didn't prepare. I had no idea when I was preparing this, that it would be a New Year's message, but it just ended up to be a New Year's message. I guess the Lord just sneaks things in like, in like that. Sometimes he's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. Sometimes he's Jehovah Rapha. He's your healer. Sometimes he's Jehovah Sneaky. He just sneaks something. 
Leviticus chapter 26 this morning. I had no idea. I have never preached from the book of Leviticus in my life. In 30 years, I've never taught on it, preached out of it. I don't know. I just, uh, Leviticus was never on the radar really for me. I just, Leviticus. Uh, as you turn into Leviticus 26, it, it's Leviticus, it's, it comes from pertaining to the Levites. Leviticus. Pertaining to the Levites. The Levites were the priests and the worshipers. Any priest in the room? Any worshipers in the room? Then this pertains to you and I. This is, a, this is one of those scripture passages that you can either read it as historical or you can read it as practical like for me and you today. What I mean by that is when we read Leviticus 26, you'll either read it as, well, this was for the children of Israel, not for me, or you'll read it as, this is for me, and I'm claiming it, and I'm standing on it all year long. That's the way we want you to receive it today, is this is a word for you, for your family, for your business, for your children, for your finances, for everything in your life. Leviticus 26, as we read it this morning, it is for you. Look at your neighbor and say, this is going to be for you. It's going to be for you. Look at verse 1, Leviticus 26. And I want you, as we read, to recognize how many times you hear or see the word will. Say will. will. I'm reading now the New Living Translation. Whatever version you have in your hand, that's the very best for today. So that's just go with that one. This is the New Living Translation. Do not make idols or set up carved images or sacred pillars or sculpted stones in your land so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. You must keep my Sabbath days of rest and show reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, here, here's the first one, I will send you the seasonal rains. I want some seasonal rain in my life. Now, only, only get into this, only shout out, you know, if, it's a, if, it's, if you want this to apply to you, you should probably let the Lord know that it matters to you, and you can do it on the inside, or you can do it on the outside. I prefer the outside, because I want him to hear me. I want my neighbors to hear me. I want my enemy to hear me, that the Lord is going to pour out rain on my life, in my health, in my finances, on my family, on my prodigal children. There's rain coming. It's dormant right now, but it, rain's coming. And so if you want to keep it inside and I just have an unspoken praise, what does that mean? Have an unspoken praise? No. I want everybody to hear. I want the enemy to make, take notice. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you the seasonal rains. The land will then yield its crops. And the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Your threshing season will overlap with the grape harvest. Oh, my Lord. Oof. And your grape harvest will overlap the season of planting grain. You will eat your field and live securely in your own land. I will give you peace. My God in heaven. I, who needs peace this morning? You should be shouting from the rooftop. Listen. This is a talk back service this morning. This is not one of those sit quietly, legs crossed. This is get up and shout, do a jig, run a lap, whatever you need to do. Because it's a new season. I'm ready for a new season. 
New opportunity, new wind, new wine, new fields, new crops, new grapes. Three of y'all about to get something. You about to get something. What verse are we at? My God. Six. Somebody paying attention. I will give you peace in the land, and you will be able to sleep. My God, who has, who has been struggling with insomnia? Who has been struggling? We're just, listen, today's going to be so different. Who has struggled with insomnia, can't sleep more than a couple of hours, couple of minutes, and you're waking up left and right? Would you stand to your feet? Because I'm going to prophesy this over you. Look at all the people. Can't sleep. Look at this. I'm about to prophesy this over you. You can receive it or not. It's totally up to you. Not up to me. It's not up to the word. It's up to you to receive this. This is your seed if you want it. He said, I will give you peace in the land and you will be able to sleep with no cause for fear. So sleep in Jesus' name. Sleep. Rest. Peace be upon you. Rest be upon you. Sleep. Sweet sleep. Six, seven, eight hours. Rested. When you wake up, refreshed in the morning. If I slept six hours, it's like I slept 12. I'm ready to go. Refreshed. Sleep be upon you. Just not during this service. All right, sit down. Some upset. No, no, no. Not during this service. He said, I will give you peace in the land and you will be able to sleep with no cause for fear. I will rid, ooh, I will rid the land of wild animals and keep your enemies out of your land, out of your business, out of your family issues, out of your health. I will keep the enemy if you do this. There you go. There you go. There you go. He said, if you'll do this, I'll do this. That's what his word says. If you'll do this, I'll do this. If you keep my commands, I'll do this. I almost titled this message, if you will, I will. But I didn't. <laughs> I almost entitled this thing, I will if you will. Because the Lord's up there. He's not sitting around just twiddling his thumbs, just sprinkling pixie dust over people. He's not, that's, not, that's foolish. He's saying, if, then I will. If you obey, then I'll pour out. If you obey my commands, I will release the heavens upon you. Sleep will come. Peace will come. Joy will come. Hope will come. He said, I'll give you peace in the land. You'll be able to sleep with no cause for fear. I will rid the land of wild animals and punks and thugs and the seed eater. I'll be eating my seed anymore. At the end of the paycheck, you know, you look and you pee all the bills and you're like, where's my seed? It's all gone. Like the enemy just came and snuffed it all out. Well, some of us need to get some wisdom and cancel some things on TV. Get some foolish things, some apps you don't need, you haven't used in years, but you're still paying $3.99. Quit. Get rid of the old. Put some new in. Getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of myself. I don't want to run myself. I want to... Cameraman, you better keep up. You better keep up, cameraman. I don't know what angle y'all got on me, but I'm a, I feel it this morning. It's a new season. Woo! He said, I'll give you peace in the land, and you'll be able to sleep with no cause for fear. I will rid the land of wild animals and keep your enemies out of your land. In fact, woo, this is the Lord saying, in fact, just in case you didn't get it the first time, in fact, I'm going to add something to this. 
You will chase down your enemies and slaughter them with your swords. Five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase 10,000. All your enemies will fall beneath your sword. Not some, not most. Are y'all awake this morning? Y'all need to go hug Brother Runner. Y'all might get a little run on you. You might get a little jump on you. He's receiving it this morning. Matter of fact, he drives two hours to get to this church. Did y'all know that? This young man is 18 years old. He drives two hours to come to church. I always said, you always heard, the church that's alive is worth the drive. Two hours he comes. And watch this. He shows up on Wednesday nights. Drives two hours. I don't know if you stay up here in a hotel or a house. I don't know if you drive back on Wednesday nights. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He drives two hours to get to the house of God. And some of us live 15 minutes away and are sleeping in. We love you. But if you can get in the house, <laughs> there's, <laughs> I almost went back to my former days, BC, before Christ. It's one thing to take the old record. Y'all remember the record, the album, the member, remember the record player, the turntable? For the 60 and above, the turntable, it's a round, the younger one's a round thing. Put a record on it and you can play it, a little needle. Anyway, one thing is to listen to the record. But when you're in this stadium with 60,000 others and they come out, I don't want to go back to old school Marty, but there's something different about being in the atmosphere. In fact, you will chase down your enemies and slaughter them with your own swords. Five of you will chase 100, 100 of you will chase 10,000. It's hard to connect with people. When you're in the house, I can connect with you. My faith can link up with your faith. One can chase a thousand, two, ten thousand. But when I'm at home and it's just me, I gotta text somebody or I gotta call somebody. In the room, I can just look at you and say, let's get it, let's run, let's shout, let's, let's worship together, let's sing, let's dance, let's get in the Word, let's pray. Grab my hand, I'm gonna grab yours. Put some demons on note, make them run. Flee as in terror. All your enemies will fall beneath your sword. I will look favorably upon you making you fertile and multiplying your people. Where is there anybody in the room you're married, specify, you're, <laughs> you're married and you have not been able to have children. Is there anybody in the room that that pertains to? You are married, but you're unable to have children. Would you stand if that's anybody in the room? He's about to make somebody fertile. Somebody, somebody's watching. Are there somebody here? Where are they? That's you? Would you come here? Would you come here? Would you come here? And there's somebody watching right now, and you're watching from a YouTube link. This is being played months later, years later, and you just, somebody sent you this link because you've, you've not been able to have children, and you're married. It's very important. You're married, and you're trying to have children, but they told you you're, you're not going to be able to do that. It's the same thing. Would you stand? It's the same thing they told my wife and I. Uh, the doctors told us, you know, it's, we tried for two years. You, you did all the stuff. I don't know the verbiage. You did all the things and the things to help us, the shot, the pills, the shot, whatever they, to help us. And, uh, and, and after a couple of year and a half, two years of trying, the doctor looked at us and said, Hey, this is just not in the cards for you. You might want to look into adoption. Adoption's wonderful. We would adopt if the Lord told us today to adopt. We would adopt. We're going to get to you. What's your name? 
Alyssa, good to meet you. I'm Marty. We're just going to have a conversation in front of everybody. But they told us. The doctor said, hey, you know, look to adoption, which is wonderful. We, we support that 100%. But he said that it's not in the cards for you to have children. And we'd only been born again, I don't know how many, about, about a couple of years we've been married and, 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 and born again. And the doctor looked at us and he said, hey, I just want to let you know that it's not looking good. The, 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 having children is not in the cards for you. And we looked at each other and looked at him and said, hey, we weren't looking at the cards. We're looking at this. No offense, doctor, but we found a new love. We found new wine. Don't go off. No, 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 come here. Listen, come closer. We weren't looking at the cards. We were looking at the word. And that following Saturday night, I guess it was, we went to a little prayer meeting on a Saturday night in a Baptist church. Hello. Y'all think this is something new that Pastor Todd and Pastor Karen have been leading us in. They were leading us on Saturday night prayers in 1993 in a small Baptist church in the foyer when there was like seven of us. And we'd pray from 10 o'clock till about 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Just a small group of us. And at the end of that meeting, Pastor Todd said, well, is there anybody that needs anything? I feel like before we go, just want to minister to somebody, pray for somebody that needs something. I look around, ain't nobody saying nothing. Maybe they had a little unspoken prayer request. Mine was going to be spoken. I said, hey, we need something. The word says you'll go forth and multiply. Well, one and one ain't equal in two. And the doctor said, it's just not for us, but we know the word says something different. Would y'all pray for us? They laid hands on us and prayed for us. What was it? Two months, three months later, I'm at work. Paula, Paula, we didn't have text back in that day. We didn't have text. Nope. Nope. No email. <laughs> Man, I'm showing my age, not you. <laughs> we, she had to call the office at the, at, the, at the plant I worked at. Hey, have Marty call. Alyssa, don't go anywhere. Hey, have Marty call me. So I ran, called. I'm like, baby, you okay? She goes, yeah. Are you sitting down? I said, no, I'm about to be running. Because I know it's about to happen. She said, we're pregnant. Alyssa, I don't know what they told you. I don't know what they told you. I don't know what the doctors have said. I don't know even what your body is saying to you. I know this. I will look, this is the Lord. I will look favorably upon you, Alyssa, making you fertile, Alyssa, and multiplying your people, Alyssa. You will have such a surplus because the Lord didn't just give us one child, Madison. He gave us two child, Carson. Why? Because he will always do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, anything you could have even asked for or thought of. Alyssa, how long have you been married? Only a few months. Been trying. What's his name? What's your husband's name? Jude, wonderful name. Thank you, Alyssa. Go on with your pregnant self. I said, go on with your pregnant self. That's what, that's the word. That doesn't come through, that, listen, that doesn't come from a man, a, a pool, a worship. That, it's 11-11. <laughs> that's my birthday. 11-11. I see that number everywhere I go. I don't know much about numbers, but I know this. The Lord confirms things through me. When I see that, it's like the Lord, just a little kiss. He's like, hey, I'm here. 
pregnant in, in the name of Jesus. And, and, and you receive that. And every morning you wake up, I would quote, I would quote Leviticus 26, was it nine? Over myself. Mm. And some of you watching out there, you need to claim that for yourself. The Lord said he would look favorably upon you, make you fertile. We break that word curse over you. Is it hot in here or is it just me? I just got, I just got a little. Whew. I'll look favorably upon you, making you fertile and multiplying your people. I will fulfill my covenant with you. Alyssa and Jude, that's a covenant you have with the Lord. Verse 10. You will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to clear out the old grain and make room for the new harvest. Hallelujah. I will live among you and I will not despise you. I will walk among you. I will be your God and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt so you would no longer be their slaves. I broke the yoke of slavery from your neck so you can walk with your heads held high. If we didn't do anything else, we could go home just off the word right there. But if you're one of those note takers, I want to go back to verse 10. You got to see verse 10. Look at verse 10 again. Woo! This is where we're going to take our, our title from and our, our focus this morning. You will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to clear out the old grain to make room for the new harvest. If you're one of those note takers, I'm going to, I'm going to speak for the next, oh, little bit from the subject. Make room for the new. Make room for the new. I said make room for the new. He said make room for the new. One of your versions, some of your versions, it may say you're going to have to eat the old grain and then throw the old grain out to make room for the new. Whose version says that? You got to eat the old grain and then throw out what you can't eat and then make room for the new. Make room for the new. Look at your spouse and say, we got to make room for the new. Look at your mama and say, mama, we got to make room for the new. Look at your children if they're in the room and say, we're going to make room for the new this year. Because some of us have been holding on to old grain for a long, long time. Old offenses, old bitterness, old habits. We've been holding on to old grain for a long time. And you're crying and pitching a fit. God, where are you? God, where are you? And he said, I'm right here where I've always been. And you're holding on to old grain. And I can't give you new because you're holding on to old. But God, I need, I need new, I need new. And he goes, both hands are full of old junk. If I gave it to you, you couldn't hold it. And the Lord doesn't waste anything. So if you're looking for new and begging for new and praying for new and pleading for new, you better make room. You better drop some grain. She caught it. What's your name? Sonia. Sonia caught it. Stand up, Sonia. The Lord just highlights certain people every once in a while. Because when I did that, you did that. Some things are taught with a T. You hear me? Some things are taught. I'm teaching. Some things are taught. Some things are caught. Sonia, you caught something. I don't know what you're believing for in 2024, but there is, there is a, there, there's, there's something within you that's crying out for the more of God, and, and he's even showing you some old grain because you just dropped some things. You don't even know it, but prophetically, when you stood up, you're just doing that right there. You were already dropping some old grain, making room for the new, and the Lord is expediting new things and the new harvest for you because you said, I'm going to drop it too. Well, well, I can receive just being quiet where I am. 
Jesus never, when Jesus did something for people, he always usually gave them instructions. Typically, he would give them instructions. Go and sin no more. Go and wash in the pool. He would typically give instructions which demanded action. And I'm not saying your unspoken didn't get anywhere. I'm just saying, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Stay good. Stay good. I'm staying good. I, I grew up in, a, in the Baptist church. Thank God for my Baptist roots. Thank God for the, they got me born again. The, the Baptist church got me born again, got me, got me saved, got me disciplined in the word early. I remember studying with my little composition. I don't even know what you call them. Uh, my friend's got one. He carries it around. Where's he? It's a little bitty, little spiral bound. The spiral's at the top. Little bitty notebook you can put it in your pocket, little pocket notebook. When we first got saved, Pastor Todd, Pastor Karen, they'd be like, all right, now you got to get the word on the inside of you. You got to get the word on the inside of you. That's good. So good. You got to get the word on the inside of you. And so we, I got me a little notebook, and I'd write down scripture. Pastor Todd would pull me to the side sometimes. He goes, hey, you know the best way to remember scripture is write it down and just repeat it over and over. This was the discipleship I got 30 years ago with Pastor Todd. He's like, hey, come here. You want to know the word? You want to get the word in you? You got to stand on the word. You got to get it in you. You got to write it down. You got to look at it multiple times. And then he started saying, you know, it's like the, it's like the chewing of the cud. It's like, it's like where the scripture says, I meditate on the word. I, it's like chewing of the cud. You, you got you to read it and read it and recite it and claim it and stand on it over and over. And so I take a little notebook, pull it out, and write down John 15, 5. I'm the vine, you're the branches. If a man remain in me and I in him, he'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, he can do nothing. That came from me writing that scripture down. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the first verse I ever memorized outside of John 3, 16. If you don't know John 3, 16... I don't know if I can help you today. <laughs> For God so loved the world, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, you don't have to know it verbatim, but you gotta know John 3, 16. I mean, come on. God so loved the world. He gave his only son, only begotten son. So I would write those little scriptures down and, and memorize those things. I remember the songs we used to sing in the Baptist church. I remember the, the, the we, Paula, we cut our teeth on, on some old songs. Do you remember songs like, um, uh, Blessed Assurance? Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation. <laughs> it's been a long time. Come on, sing it if you know it. Come on, don't play. Then we see songs like, Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. So I don't have a good voice, but I'm gonna sing to him anyway. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because. And then we go into amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Old grain. That same old grain. A wretch. 30 years ago for me. Like me, I once was lost, but now was blind. I don't know if y'all remember this one. I don't know if y'all remember this one. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy. Woo! 
I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Woo! I heard an old, old story. How a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Come on. Oh, victory in G. Come on, sing it. My Savior forever. He sought me and bought me. I feel like a worship leader up here. Come on, stand to your feet and sing it just a minute. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the... Woo. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. Amen. With his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him. And all my love is due him. He plunged me. Stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. What I didn't know back in the day that is so profound now, the next verse would say, I heard about his healing of his cleansing power revealing how he made the lame to walk again. I don't know how I missed this and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Come on, sing it, oh, victory. We about to have church up in here. Woo, if I had a worship team behind me right now. With his redeeming blood, he loved me ere. He plunged me to victory. Then they would go into this. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross. I'm bringing back memories to some of y'all. Till my trophies. At last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it. When peace like a river attendeth my way. Let me just pause right here. This is, we're reading out of Leviticus. It's about the priests and the worshipers. The ones who would go out before anybody to war before the soldier with a sword would go out. They'd send the priests and the worship. You know what we're doing today? We're going to war with some good old grain. Some old good grain from way back when. I don't, I don't know when you got born again, when you invited Jesus in. I don't know what songs you grew up, but this one I can. When peace like a river attendeth my way, 
When sorrows like sea billows roll, I never knew what a sea billow was. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. In 2024, it is well with my soul. What about, what about this? What about this? Oh, Lord, my God. When I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. Hey, I see them. I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe display. Here it is. Then sings. Ooh, you sound good this morning. Put some volume to it. Come on, let it come from way down in there. Some old whales with some old grain. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art. I remember those songs. I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember that old grain. I thank God for that old grain, those old hymnals, those old songs that helped form who I am today. But if we would have held on to that old grain and not stepped over to the new grain, the new harvest, you'd be missing out on songs like, I was a leper. Outside the city, none would come. Come on, sing. Y'all help me now. <laughs> Where's Joni? I need Joni. What worked back then will work again. Because I know the blood is still the blood. What about this one? If we would have held that old grain of old rugged cross, which is awesome, I wouldn't have stepped into songs like, because your goodness is running after it's running after me. You need to be prophesying this over your family. Your goodness is running after. It's running after us. With our lives laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Because your goodness is running after. It's running after me. If you held on to old grain of how great thou art, which is awesome, you would have missed out on Glory, hallelujah. Lift his holy name up. I feel it. Glory, hallelujah. That's the new harvest that's coming. Lift his holy name up. Come on, one more time. It's real good. Sing, glory, hallelujah. Hey. Y'all want some new harvest? You want some more new harvest? What about wandering into the night, wanting a place to hide this weary soul? Hey. This bag of bones, I love it. And I try with all my might 
But I just can't win the fight. I can't go that high. I'm slowly drifting a vagabond. What the, what's a vagabond? What's a vagabond? Wait, here it is. And just when I ran out of road, I met a man I didn't know. And he told me that I was not alone. Why? Because he and he, and he placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the master. I thank the savior. I'll stop if you want to stop. But if you want to go, I'll go. Prophesy, get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. That's his second lap. Get up out of that grave. Ooh, I feel it moving. He's stirring because, because he picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the master. I thank the savior. I thank God. Listen, 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 listen. You stay standing, you can sit, you can lay down, you can run. I don't care what you do. You can't receive new miracles with old mindsets. You can't receive anything new the Lord has for you holding on to old grain. In verse 10 of Leviticus 26, you will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to clear out the old grain to make room for the new harvest. Some of us need to clear out the room this morning. The old room said, I'm going to sit in my seat and I'm going to play nice. But making room for news says, I'm going to step out into the aisle. I'm going to step out into the front. I'm going to find my spot in the back. You do whatever you need to do. Just make room for new. Look, they joined me. They join, I don't know where we're going in just a minute. We're going to go somewhere. We're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. Because I'm making, I'm making room for the new. High five somebody and say, I'm making room. Making room. I'm making, I'm making room. I'll praise in the valley. Praise on the mountain. Maybe that's where we go. I'll praise when I'm sure. Praise when I'm doubting. I'll praise when outnumbered. Praise when surrounded. Why? Because praise is the waters my enemies drown in. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to. They're getting it. They're getting it. Come on, sing. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. I won't be quiet. I won't be quiet. There's a. Keep going. Keep on. We pardon the. Listen. Please pardon the interruption, but the Holy Ghost is breaking out in 2024. We don't know where we're going. It's 11:30. We're gonna keep going for just a moment. We gotta keep going. I won't be quiet. I won't be quiet. My God is alive. How could I keep it inside? I won't be quiet, my God is 
flow. We're just gonna flow. We're just gonna flow. We're just gonna flow with it. We're just gonna flow. In in John chapter five, need to hear this. Need to hear this. In John chapter five, there was a man by a pool called Bethesda. It's one of my favorite passages to preach because we're in the midst of a baptismal water revival. And in John chapter five, Jesus was going to the feast. He was headed to the feast and he walks through the pool of Bethesda and there's a man lame, laying there, but he wasn't by himself. There would be, there would be probably hundreds of sick and lame and blind and deaf and leprosy, all of these issues. And these people would show up at the pool of Bethesda, which is the house of mercy, the house of grace. And they would come and sit around this pool because once a year, one time a year, the angel of the Lord would come and stir the water. Y'all know this, many of you know this. The angel of God would come and stir the water and the first one that got in the water got healed. Only the first one. I don't know why, John chapter five, I don't know why, but it was very important. Once a year, only one day of the year, one moment of that day, one minute of that day, an angel would come and stir the waters. And the first one that got in, hundreds were sick, hundreds needed a miracle, hundreds needed healing, but only one could get it. One, the first one. So the second one, by the time they got in, they're running and crawling and trying to get in. But if they got in second, they went home still sick, still leprous, still lepers, still blind. I don't understand it. I don't. But Jesus comes along and he said, sir, what are you doing here? He said, I'm lame. What do you mean? What am I doing here? I'm, I'm like everybody else. The waters get stirred once a year. The first one that gets in gets healed. And, and I've been here for 38 years. I've been here for 38 years. You want to talk about holding on to old brain? 38 years this man held on to be the first one in. Be the first one in. And Jesus said, what happens? And he said, well, when I try to get in, somebody beats me in. I'm lame. I don't move as fast as the blind guy or the deaf guy. They, I, I'm lame. So by the time I get in the water, all I do is get out and get wet. That is so I can preach right there. Don't just get wet, get wrecked. So Jesus said, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna break the whole system. I'm gonna disrupt your fragmented system. That system doesn't work as long as I'm on planet Earth. This is what Jesus is telling this man. Basically, he's saying, I'm gonna overthrow that old system. Because I want everybody to get healed today. I want everybody to get saved. I want to get everybody born again, healed, delivered. That's what Jesus came to say. I'm going to disrupt that old grain. Make room for the new. Take up your bed and walk. That man gets up, grabs his bed, and walks off. Why? He made room for the new. So if you're in the room today, I'm, I don't know who's all in the room, but I'm telling you this. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, there's a reason these songs don't matter to you. Maybe, maybe, they don't, maybe they do matter, but it doesn't move you like it moves somebody else. 
Why? Because you don't know him like we know him. You know him in here, but you don't know him in here. It's one thing to know who he is, and it's another thing to know that you're family with him. Now, I'm a joint heir with Jesus. He saved me, redeemed me, reserved me a spot. He didn't just save me to get me to heaven. He saved me to help bring heaven to earth. When you get that revelation, everything changes. I'm not saved just to die in the sweet by and by and go spend eternity in heaven. That's not just why he saved me. He saved me to help bring the kingdom to earth. That's why you can act a fool up here and not care because I ain't entertaining you. I didn't come for you. I came to worship my king, the one who picked me up, turned me around, broke a bondage and addiction off my life, set my feet upon a rock, gave me a new song and a new harvest. That's why I do what I do. And I know you're watching, well, what fool is up there singing? It's because he saved me. December 5th of 93, I fell in love with a man. His name is Jesus. Fell in love with him. I've been in a radical pursuit ever since. So if you're in the room, heads up, eyes open, and everybody looking around. If you simply know about him but don't know him on the inside, if you've never repented of your sins, the Bible says repent. Jesus had one message. Repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So heads up, eyes open, everybody looking around. You're in this room. You've never, you've never repented of your sin. Matter of fact, you're bound in alcohol. You were drinking last night. And it's okay. You're in a safe place. We're glad you're here. Because today, we're going to make room for new. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you never repented of your sins, you never invited him to come in and become Lord of all, of everything. My family, my job, my life, my body, my business, everything. He's Lord of all. Because if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. They taught us that a long time ago. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. He's got to be Lord of everything. So heads up, eyes open, everybody looking around. We have great news for you. The kingdom of heaven is here for you. If you want to be born again with everybody looking around, we're not taking you to some back room where you can hide and sign a piece of paper. We're not asking you for all that. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. I believe the word for you today is, let's go. Jesus is saying, let's go. Follow me. You want to be born again? Put your hand over your heart. Say this, Jesus, right now, I'm asking you to forgive me of all my sin. Jesus, today, I invite you into my life. I choose you today. I choose your will. I choose your ways. Jesus, set me free today. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Make me new. Jesus, today, I'm asking you to save me, rescue me. In your name I pray. Amen. Now, if that was you, if that was you, your heart's pounding, your hands are sweaty, you got a little lump right here in your throat, your eyes are starting to water a little bit, that's you. If that's you, not counting the three, not going to prolong it, 
I'm just saying if that was you and you just, you just prayed that prayer, you meant it with all your heart, step out into the aisle and come see us right down here. We want to celebrate with you wherever you are. Come, come stand right here. Watch, 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 watch. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where are you? You're holding on. Ah, come on. It's an invitation. Come, whosoever will, let them come. You're away from God. You're backslidden. Come. Come on. Come on. Let's make room for the new. Let's get rid of old grain. Where are you? Come. Come on. Anybody? Anybody? Come on. You're saying, I'm backslidden. I'm backslidden. Come on. That was you. Come here. I'm backslidden. I'm away from God, but I'm coming home. Just come stand right down here. Come on. Give me some altar workers to come. Why? Because he picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. I think the master, I think the savior, I thank God. <laughs> Making room for the new. Somebody in the room just got a bad diagnosis. Listen, 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 listen. Somebody in the room just got a bad diagnosis this past week. You got a bad doctor's report. Who are you? Just this past week. Just this past week. Would you come here? Would you come here? Was it just this past week? Come here. You too? Come here. We just, we, pardon the interruption. When the Holy Spirit wants to move in, we're going to let him move in. You just got a bad diagnosis this past week from the doctor. Just, is the two of you? The two of you? Okay. If I can have some ladies just stand around them real quick. There's a miracle in the house for you. Deliverance is here. Freedom is here. Health, wholeness, it's here. Why would you go anywhere else? I thank God for nurses and doctors and medicine and science, but at some point that stuff runs out. And when it runs out, Jesus runs in. And he says, here I am. Here I am, if that's you, lift your hands. You, have, you had a bad diagnosis maybe this past week. Lift your hands. We break that assignment. We break that curse. We break it off of them. We break that sickness and disease. Lord, you gave us power over the enemy. You gave us power. You gave us authority. We take that authority. We stand in that authority right now as they lay their hands on these precious individuals here. Just put your hand right here on him. Give me a female to put your hand right here on her real quick. Just a point of contact. Just right there. Just a point of contact. Just a point of contact. Thank you, Lord. The lost have been found. Prodigals are returning home, and the sick are being healed. If you're at home watching right now, the sickness in your body, just put your hand on your chest. Just a, 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 a step of faith and action. Just put your hand right over your chest. And repeat this. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Come on, say that. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives me of all my iniquities and who heals all of my diseases, who crowns my head with loving kindness and tender mercies and redeems my life from the pit. That's the God we serve. He redeems our life. He restores to us. My God in heaven, he's here. Father, we thank you for the loss being found today. 
We command peace to come upon him. Peace in Jesus' name. Thank you that forgiveness is here for him. Bring, bring, him, bring him right here, Pastor Jeremy. Bring him right here to me. Bring him right here. My Lord. We're going to celebrate. We're going we're gonna to get after it. We're going to dismiss with a song, a new song. Sir, what is your name? Hmm? Philip. How old are you now? 21? Oh, you're 19. 19. He's all over you, my friend. He's all over you. The peace of God. The peace of God. The peace of God. Lord, when he stepped out, it was as if he stepped out of the boat into the troubled waters. The pull, the pull of the, the tug of the chain is so tough on him right now. Would you extend your hand toward him? The chains of the enemy is so, like the enemy says, I can't lose this one. I can't afford to lose this one. But the Lamb of God said, you have no option. You have no choice. You have no voice in the matter. I came to loose him and let him go once and for all. Father, thank you that today grave clothes comes off of him. The grave clothes that have tormented him in his mind, in his body, in every relationship, all the rejection, all the pain, all the anger, all the bitterness leaves him today. Loose him and let him go. Wash over him, Lord, today with joy and peace unspeakable. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Because all my life you have been faithful. Come on, will y'all sing that over him? All my life you have been so. Need you to hear this, young man. The Lord's reminding you. He's never forgotten you. Every breath that you are able. From the rest of your days, you'll sing of the goodness of God. Come on, you need to hear this. Because his goodness is running after. He's running after you. Philip, his goodness is running after. With your life laid down, is surrendered now. Give him everything. Because his goodness is running after. He's running after you. Come on, pray for Philip right now. Pray for Philip. Intercede for Philip right now. The, 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 the Lord is cutting tentacles off his life. Breaking the bondage off of him. Felt so unworthy. Felt so unloved. So much pain. So much hurt. But today that old grain he's letting go of, Lord. He's receiving the new harvest you have for him. His goodness is running after you, Philip. He hadn't forgot about you. He loves you with a never, with a never-ending love. His goodness is poured out on you, Philip. Be washed, be cleansed, be purged, be free. It has been good to be in the house of God.
and, and let me help let me help somebody. The, the Lord just prompted me with this. Let me help some of us. I need I needed this back in the day too. I, I still need it sometimes. We have to make sure that we don't get so caught up in holding old grain that we always look for four songs, an offering, announcements, three points, the scripture. We gotta be we have to make sure we drop old grain and say, Lord, whatever you want to put in our hands, whatever you want to do. We're just ready. We make room for the new. Whatever that looks like, we're okay with that. Because sometimes you'll get caught. Not my church. Not a, it's his church. And when he says stop, we're going to stop. When he says go, we're going to go. When he says, that's just the way it is around here. Y'all know this. And so, and so don't get so caught up holding on to old grain that you miss the beautiful harvest he's got for you. If, you, if you're one of the ones that say, Lord, I'm ready, for, I'm ready for a new harvest. I'm ready for something new. I'm stale. Things are dormant in my life. Would you just lift your hands? If that's you, you don't have to lift your hands, but if that's you and you say, I'm, listening, I'm lifting mine. Lord, in 2024, I am looking and making room for so much new. I need new space. I need new thoughts. I need new mindsets. I need new creativity. I need new compassion for your people. I need new vision. Whatever it is, I need new, Lord. I need new health. That old stuff I carried in 2024, that little chronic cough, that little chronic tickle that's been in here, I'm just, I'm being transparent with you. There's been a little old tickle in here for months and months, this little old nagging cough, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm making room for new. I don't have time for that old cough. That's old grain. That's, that's old grain. I don't have room for that. I need new lungs. I need new wind. I need new breath. I need new blood. I need new something. Call it out, whatever you need. I need new, I need, some of you need to put your hands on your knees. I need new knees. I need a new hip. I'm making room, Lord. I'm making room with my body. My knees don't feel good, but I'm gonna start telling them you feel good. You're making room for the new today. Your hips are bad. You tell your hips, hips, we're making room for new in 2024. Your vision's bad in 2024. You prophesy, the Lord is making room for new in my eyes, in my vision. In my mind, boy, this is so important. My Lord, I, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Some of you have been, you've been thinking, this is so serious. You need to hear this. There's some in the room that you feel like, you feel like, I think I might be losing my mind. There's somebody in the room, you've been, you've been, the enemy's been whispering to you, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't remember things like I used to. I should be remembering these things, but I'm not. Why is that? I need help in this area. I need to make room for the new. If you wanna keep that to yourself, that's totally fine. But the enemy gets put on notice when you put action to something and you say, that's me, I'm claiming that. There's, it's not that somebody's trying to embarrass you. We're, we're making room for you to say, that is me. I'm the one that, I need new knees. I need new hips. I need new eyes. I need a new mindset. I, there's whispers in my ear. You're, you're going crazy. You're losing it. I don't know who you are, but I would take at least an inch step forward to say, that's me, Lord. An inch step backwards. I don't care. Just move. Give the Lord some kind of tip him off. Let the Lord know, hey, it's me. It's me. And whatever that thing is, you say, this is the year. This is the year of, this is the year of the new for me. God is restoring my mind. He's restoring my thoughts. Woo, I receive it in Jesus' name. My mind, 
my blood, my bones, my ligaments. That old foot, I'm just gonna be real open and honest, I don't care anymore. Every morning I wake up for about two weeks, my right foot feels like it's gonna twist off. The sharpest pain, I'm like, the moment I wake up, I have no idea why. I've not rolled it, I've not turned it over, I don't know, but it felt my Achilles. And some of y'all are like, I don't know if I would speak that. I am exposing old grain. I'm dropping old grain and telling my right foot, you knucklehead, you joker, you better line up. I got room for some new healing in my right foot. I don't know why it is for about 15 minutes. It feels like it's going to fall off, but not anymore in Jesus' name. I received that. I don't know what it is you need to receive, but make room for new. Make room for new. We're going to dismiss with a song. My God, where's Philip? Philip, come here, stand up. Lord's not through with Philip. Come here, Philip. Does anybody else in the room know Philip? You know Philip? Who's Philip to you? That's your boyfriend. Come here, girlfriend. Yeah, come here, bring him up here. Yeah, just, just take a little knee right there. Just take a little, just need a break. Just take a little knee. Just take it, it's okay. How are you? Good. What's your name? Kaylee. Kaylee, this is Philip. <laughs> How long y'all been coming to this church? Uh, I just started coming three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. How about him? Uh, he's come twice. Twice. Thank God. Thank God he came this morning. Yeah. Thank God he came this morning. Thank God he came this morning. I just hear, I just hear strong when I'm around him, I hear sonship, sonship. I don't know the relationship with him and his father, his parent, I don't know. But I just hear the Lord say, sonship, sonship, sonship. Where do you guys go to church? Where's your home church? Uh, I went to the torch in Haverhill. Wonderful, wonderful ministry. You got sober in November. Last November. How many years of addiction? I smoked weed and drank for five years. Listen, this is a real church. I don't know what y'all came looking for. We don't polish anything. It's just who we are. I smoked weed and I drank five years. I smoked weed. I drank for 14 years until 94. The Lord set me free. Got saved in 93. Kept smoking cigarettes. Thought it was okay. I'm not saying it's wrong for you. I'm saying for me it was wrong. Bible says, work out your own salvation. I'm going to work out mine. I knew the Lord convicted me that smoking was wrong for me. It's not that I was going to go to hell for smoking. I was just going to smell like it. That's an old one right there. It still works. But he set you free in November. And so you're going to the church. You go to the church. That's your home. You moved up here. Welcome home. Welcome home. And here's why I say that. For a season, for a season while you're here, we want to disciple you. There's a class you need to be in. Bailey Ray, they need to be in your class. Y'all need to receive from that wound up, bound up bundle of wisdom and fire. Her and her husband, he's overseas in India right now, preaching, getting people healed and delivered. Y'all need to be part of that class. It'll launch February the 11th. 
this is church. What song are we going to sing as we go out? What song are we singing as we go out? I thank God. I thank God. So you're dismissed. We bless you in Jesus' name. Don't miss tonight, week 309, Pastor Paul Johnson. As we're dismissed, you can leave. You can stay and worship. You do what you want to do. But amen. It's over. Let's go. To hide us, we're in soul. This bag of bones. I've tried with all my mind, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting. This bag of bones.